Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, an unofficial podcast on the FX television series. Fargo Talks Fargo is hosted by me, Bill, and my buddy, Sharpie. Zip zing. Boom. This week of Fargo Talks Fargo is sponsored by Fargo Brewing and their Wood Chipper IPA. We're also sponsored by Audible.com. Tune in and find out more about how you can get a free trial or visit audibletrial.com slash Fargo Talks Fargo. Oh, Ermagerd. Sharpie. Ermagerd. It's a true testament to the production uh, staff of this show when they continue to make it better and better and better and better and better and better. What just happened? Well, it's what we've all been waiting for, and there's still more to come. That's what's even more exciting. I thought at first that this was going to be... So anyway, welcome to the hot dish. Yeah, no our, doubt. Our, our this is going to be, reaction. we got to keep this quick. We got to keep this one quick because there's yeah. too much to talk about. This is our quick reaction to the show that airs tonight, the latest episode mm-hmm. of Fargo on FX. Yes. So the hot dish is just our quick take. Coming up Wednesday, we'll record our full deep dive into the show. So what I thought was amazing about this show, I mean, there's lots of things we'll, we'll be able to talk about, but I at first was thinking this is just going to be another bridge to uh, a larger episode. And boy, was I wrong. Cause you can, you never know what to expect. Yeah. I just, I don't even know. I have all these like notes I took early on and a quick shout back to Martin Freeman for narrating, narrating the episode, which I feel like I tried to, I've been, I tried to, I've been trying to tweet a little bit more while we're starting and, doing some stuff as it goes on so that people don't think we're just making this stuff up or swiping it. But yeah, Martin Freeman's voice right off the bat, which by the way, makes me excited for the new season of Sherlock. Um, But interesting choice to have it narrated. Pretty much the first time we've seen that. I I think so. Um, I I don't know what we need to do because I feel like there's so many moments we want to talk about, but we got to save some for the breakdown. But um, I, I'm going to start off real quick to say that I am still working on our special episode that we did with Maggie Phillips, the music supervisor for Fargo, who, by the way, just killing it along with Jeff Russo, who ended up joining us for the conversation. It was a crazy night. We recorded for three, yeah, I don't know, like three hours. I'm trying to get it edited down into something that works well. Um, We heard a few things that we just got to clean out and make sure that happens in the right way um so i'm working on it but i'm also traveling this week and also a big a big thing was that there were some hot nuggets in there that we kind of had to wait for yeah i wanted to to air yeah nothing nothing spoilery just like stuff that we want to keep in our wraps for out of respect for them and it didn't change anything for me watching really no um and i will just say in true form uh ben schmidt late in the episode says Oh my, it's Rapid City all over again, which I think is hilarious because guess where I am tonight? Are you in Rapid City, Bill? I am in fucking Rapid City. <laughs> and I visited Mount I Rushmore that was today. Hilarious. I just, I'm like, I feel so awesome to be here right now. So, uh, now do you I, think that line was, do you think that's something? Let me, let me just say this. In the past few episodes, sure. we've been stating that in season one, they always reference Sioux Falls and like, oh, the crazy, all the crazy shit that happened in Sioux Falls and this and that. And so we always knew there was this other story going on. Mm-hmm. And then we and we talked about we've talked about how we haven't had that in this season yet. Do you right. think that's our little nugget for season three? 
Well, I've seen some rumors that season three is going to come back to Molly. But at the same time, all I makes me wonder is, what's up with Ben Schmidt and why does trouble follow him everywhere he goes? Yeah. (laughs) I think think we'll have to figure that out or dissect that for the thing. Um, Did you catch the... um, the dog references about the lost dog, which is kind of a mutt, a mongrel. And then they, yeah, there was the talk about, you know, an Ohan. And they called him Ohanzi, which we've, I think we maybe have alluded, but mostly they call him Hanzi. But, oh, God. The We Are Not Alone sticker on the wall that we saw twice at the at the convenience store was obviously, I knew something was going to fucking The first come. time it, came, it showed up, I thought that that was a nice little touch but then they kind of just blatantly panned over it the second time it showed mm-hmm. up um which was fine but i liked i liked how subtle it was the first time it showed up yeah um there was also a dog reference yeah the betsy stuff oh oh hell of a day for lou yeah i don't know what's going on i'm worried interesting that that <laughs> did happen um so obviously we see betsy collapsed on yes her floor yeah, and yeah. Hank gets shot on the Not same good. day so this was really a traumatic day it wasn't like we knew betsy's we knew of betsy's demise but we weren't certain of wh- when it was going to happen mm-hmm. whether it was and to, for it to happen on the day of sioux falls is intense yeah i mean like the whole episode i mean i know i kind of tweeted earlier and you gave, gave me a hard time sorry i'm bad with my my periods before tweets, but uh, like that, you know, coming all the way full circle to episode one, this is a deal. Everything about this episode, it's Hank. This is a deal. Oh man, this is a real deal. The the <laughs> fire in the sky. Um, when Hansi- Hank walked out of that cabin and he said, "Well, that went downhill quickly." <laughs> yeah, it just made me love his character so much. And I mean, even we'll break down the castle, which is a Kafka reference, and. A bureaucracy and trying to get stuff done. I think Lou is actually living in this bureaucracy uh, in his running, getting run out of town. Um, um, God, Peggy has fucking lost her lid completely. She's like, we're realized. And if you fast forward way, way, way to the end of the show, sorry, if you haven't seen this show, stop listening now. We're ruining your life. Um, mm-hmm. When Ed goes, are you seeing this? And Peg goes, it's just a flying saucer. Like, Yeah, she- that was crazy doesn't give two shits and hey we did find out that uh constance she dead she did you called that back a couple episodes ago yeah what else what else caught your eye dude peggy is kind of assuming this just like bonnie and clyde role no doubt she's she wants to be a badass now now that she's actualized yeah that's right real did i say realized i meant actualized is that what i said uh whatever i said it wrong (laughs) but you're right you're you're spot on um, and then you you had a, a good little quip earlier uh, when all those guys all those cops whether they were Sioux, they were Sioux Falls cops perhaps uh, anyway you well, knew they just, were you, you know just a general all, mishmash of fuck ups you knew they were all goners when uh, you know they completely turned the audience off on their initial introduction in the cabin so when all these officers <laughs> just completely like sort of take over as a bunch of just like dumb assholes. You knew mm-hmm. that you knew that you were going to. That was like a cheap little payoff for the audience, I think, because right, the writers are just throwing those guys at you, and then they're basically saying, "Here's a gimme." All right, you guys 
we're gonna create these assholes and we're gonna kill them off right away because that's just that's them. I think that's the writers having a little bit of fun. But you yes. mentioned how when they were ch- when they were changing into their undercover clothes, which all happened <laughs> to be matching Hanes tees and Wrangler jeans, mm-hmm. essentially. But they had you, they were putting on these white t-shirts, and you were like, it's just like Simone, they're putting on their white. <laughs> it's like lamb to the slaughter. Yep, exactly. And I just a, a, at Bear's hand. Yep. Who's leading the charge? So. And bear, a uh, true bear. Yeah, literally, you can't take that guy down with spray or bullets. You gotta have... Well, some... a reverse pistol grip, <laughs> which is also works if you want to feel like you're getting, quote-unquote, the stranger. But, um... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to hear about your nights in Rabbit City. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, there's just so much. There's just so much. Um... I'm going to do some research and feel free to dig into this. But uh, during the motel thing, uh, I already grabbed the song The Sorcerer by Junction. Uh, Let's check that out. Take a note of that, Sharpie. I don't know a lot yet, but enough that I'm worried. (laughs) (laughs) St. John, uh, band, I think, from Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, Yeah, it's... It's very Led Zeppelin esque. You you gotta Google it. It's crazy. I need a I, I need to get Noah or Maggie or both or somebody back on the line again to explain this one to me because the song is so crazy. And then when you Google it, you're just like, okay, I need to know more. There's more to this story. Um, I thought it was interesting as well that Hank, uh, out of all these people who are putting on, I'm waving my hands and only Sharpie can see me. <laughs> Ta-da! I'm waving it in front of my body, and I said that Hank is the one that puts his uni back on. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he dies. We don't. I don't. Know. I think he might live. I think he might die of natural causes. He's a tough old bastard. Um, we'll see. I was also a little outside of the Rapid City all over again. Ben, sneaky mofo, hiding behind the door. Pop, pop. Yeah, Ben kind of surprised us there with an with you know an actual use for himself. It's a cowardly move, but uh, not really an affront to anything, but uh, he got the deal done. Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it cowardly, but he's... Because, I, mean, I mean, it it worked. Unless you unless you thought he was hiding behind the door, just hoping that it would all end, which... A little bit of me thought so. Yeah, yep. <laughs> okay, I don't even know where to go with the whole conversation about pissing in the pool versus the kitchen sink either. I've pissed um, in the kitchen sink. Oh, yeah, well, who wouldn't? Hansi though. Edward Forty Hands. <laughs> Hansi just playing the game. Showing his true self to them. The the narrative. We gotta go back and listen to it and write it down. Which makes me want to go back and revisit. I think it was Chad. Chad was his name? Chad. Chad, sorry if it was you, man. I'm sorry. Um, who wrote in about why he got the haircut. And uh, I think we've I think the story has told us exactly what a little bit of what's up with him. Well, he's cutting his ties. He's cutting a lot of shit, and a then of, um, a lot of big surprises with with that whole. We'll uh, we'll just deal. we'll stay away from that that part for a minute. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what happens somewhere after? I just I can't stop. I can't slow down right now. It's the hot dish. It's hot. Yeah, but this episode burn the roof of this, your mouth hot. This episode. Oh. It's going to be a quick episode, folks. I'm going to tell you that because we can't get too deep. It's going to get crazy. Plus, I mean, it's I'm in I'm in Rapid City. It's Rapid City all over again. You are in Rapid City all over again. This is the second. Uh, yeah, time I literally. Have the second, <laughs> second time, time you've been here. 
Um, um, uh, the, we had a spoon I make, cover at the end. Yep, right, a little and, tidbit for y'all. Yep, uh, that's uh, Run Through the Jungle, and uh, it's definitely Creedence, because not the fucking Eagles. Just n- anything but the fucking Eagles. I should okay, yeah, dude. I have said a spoon cover. I should have said... Brit. What? Well, go ahead. I should have said a cover by spoon. A cover by spoon, yeah. I love how Mike and the other kitchen brothers show up and just he just goes, uh, okay then. <laughs> Out of all the things he said all season, as wordy as he is, he shows up and goes, okay then. Like, fuck that. I'm out. UFOs? What are we gonna what are we gonna do about this, Sharpie? Oh, we're gonna rub it all over our hairy bodies. Ah. You're just more hairy than I am. You kinda crazy. <laughs> okay, nobody <laughs> wants to know about that. Nobody. Not nobody. Nobody at all. Uh, like testosterone. I, I, I and here's the deal, Sharpie. I haven't even told you about the emails we've got. Like we got a backlog of like three or four emails with some really excellent points that could be excellent or turn to total garbage based on this episode, which is the same we could say about our actual show. Um and our notes. But I don't know, man. What do you do? I'm just, I'm in shock right now. It was, you know, just another great episode, and I'm sounding like a broken record, but hats off to everybody who was involved. Because it's just been so fun. It's just been so fun this season. And last season was really fun. And I mean, I don't know, like the broken record thing, I just keep repeating myself every week, so I'll stop. I don't. I don't know if I I loved season one, and I don't know if I had this much excitement about about me. In this, and I'm saying like even before the UFO, I, just just here's the deal: the moment Hansi got stabby on Floyd, that for me, what did I actually? I just I wish people could see our text sometimes because wasn't was it was all caps, wasn't it? It was just a solid oh fuck. To which you responded, fucking awesome. Yeah, well, and what I was specifically referring to when I said fucking awesome was the freeze frames on the on the on Hansi's firing shots. Oh, that is something we haven't seen yet either, and that was okay. so awesome. Okay, you're helping me out here because I thought maybe my streaming was wrong. No, that was awesome. <laughs> oh God, it was cool. Here's the deal: I don't, I'm not going to be able to talk to it yet, but. The opening storybook slides, beautifully done, great, simple graphics in like textbook fashion, uh, with the, um, the, the what you call it. We find out that uh, Denise Campisi was the victim number three of the notorious Waffle Hut massacre. There is a bunch of stuff that we're going to go back, and I guarantee you, I'm going to be reading as many of these page by page. Um, it's literally the story. I mean, like you can read on the page, but I'm getting ahead of myself for our story truly begins in Fargo, North Dakota a few days earlier. This is when Y. Gerhard, the last born son of the Gerhard family crime syndicate, see chapter 12, Fargo, North Dakota, 1971, hatched a plan with local printer merchant named Skip Sprang to corner the, I mean, this is all on these pages that, that were being shown to us. It's fun. It's fantastic, and they looked cool, and they were um, the the graphics 
these sketches were fantastic as well. I don't know if you caught any of those. I did. I took screenshots as I was going. <laughs> There's a great office scene one. You got to look at the one from the office scene. Just a dude with his head just slumped on a desk. <laughs> and a lonely little shoe coming into the frame from the left-hand side. <sighs> what are we going to do, Sharpie? I feel like... I don't know. I feel like what, we're coming off a crazy crazy time here. Only one episode left for us. What, then what? Then what? Then we start our own podcast about nothing. <laughs> Is this, are we going to start our podcast called Bill and Sharpie Talk Shit? Maybe. One? If people yeah. are interested in it. If you are. Yeah, let us know. Maybe us we'll know. just start. Maybe <laughs> just, we'll just start a weekly podcast where Sharpie and I talk about what's been going on, what we think is interesting. What do you mean? Yeah, I got to go back and rewatch. Uh, too many little questions. I, I don't understand. I, I mean, I get it. It was their, um, their, their hubris or something to like. We just go radio silent. We don't need anybody. We're just gonna stay here dressed alike, like a bunch of Jonestown fuckers drinking the Kool Aid. Show them how a um, real Dakota man does it. Yeah. I just, did you notice that the North Dakota <laughs> sign was really nice? Yeah. Welcome to North Dakota. And the Minnesota sign was like, <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows it, but Minnesota signs are way cooler than North Dakota's, <laughs> hands down, and they always have been. <laughs> so it's actually the very, very opposite. Um, That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, also, did you think that? Early on, do you think Peggy was planning on being like, hey, Ed, just... Yeah, okay, I mean, hey, that's, that's hey, what I'm talking about, the Bonnie and Clyde in her. I thought she wanted to like slit his throat or something. Oh, she did. I guarantee it. She's like, come over here and get some tea, bro. I'm going to tell you how to murder this guy. And then she's just using her her incredible feminine sense to lure the gullible idiot shitbag Ben Schmidt in. Mm-hmm. Ah. All right, let's do this. Yep. Let's wrap it. I don't think we can say much else, can we? Mm. Unless you want to give <laughs> some little tidbits away. Which tidbits? Um, well, you were talking about some, some of like the Jesus Christ thing. Oh, well, I did. Yeah, I guess I sent you the Just message touch about on it a little bit. Okay, 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 okay. So sometimes, so hey, man, that people can like, walk away with you know. Sure, sure. Uh, I thought I sent you a note that I thought it was interesting during the show that um, she was lied to or didn't, you know, I said, oh, wow, it's like the, 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 the denial, the three, three times denied how many times um, Jesus was denied by Peter. Yeah. Denial of Peter. And um, there's a lot of other threes in the Bible. It's a great biblical number and it, it came up a few times. So I thought that was interesting. Um, Last season as well. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that. I think there's some religious overtones to some of this outside of the whole, you know, light in the sky. Unless we want to get all Ezekiel about it with the big wheel in the sky and the little wheels turned by. Yeah, it's some bananas stuff. It's bananas. All right. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait That's to talk this week. It's the hot dish. Thank you so much for tuning in. We promise there's going to be more episodes coming. We're still working on another special interview. I'm okay with going a little past the season to get some behind-the-scenes stuff. And we some won't. of the stuff we're doing will isn't isn't key to um, 
understanding the show or breaking it down. It's just interesting uh, to the making of and the decisions that go into the show. Yeah, we've got some exciting shows coming up. Yeah. And thank you. So to, we're not done. So so I don't think um, even after next week, Wednesday, we'll be done. By the time we get some of that edited, you're at least going to get two extra possible podcasts on top of the next recap, the next hot dish, and the next recap. There'll be at least two more coming on. Maggie and then one other one that we haven't announced yet. And thank you to Fargo Brewing Company. And audibletrial.com slash Fargo Tax Fargo. Soft plug this week, folks. Soft plug. All right, Sharpie. I can't wait to talk Wednesday. I can't right. wait to uh, try not to get abducted in the meantime. I'll be here. I'll just right. stay in my apartment until then. All right. Well, I'm going to stay here in uh, Rapid City for a couple days. All righty. All right. Peace out. Bye, everybody.